We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. This is 2 Timothy chapter 2, uh, beginning at verse 1. God's word reads as follows, you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engages in warfare, entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer must first partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Amen. Would you pray with me this morning, eternal God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, that you are in our midst and you are our king. Today, Lord, we are in need of you, and we're praying right now that your spirit would speak clearly through these lips of clay. Words, God, that may draw someone out of darkness and into the marvelous light. Words, eternal God, that may encourage someone who is discouraged on this morning. Father, speak a word, most of all, that would cause your name to get all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Father, I pray that you allow me to have a clarity of thought and speech and that everything that comes forward will bring glory to your name. So, Spirit of the Lord, we yield and surrender all to you today. Have thine own way. Bless your people and then let them be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. Amen and amen. This uh, letter of 2nd uh, Timothy is the final letter uh, the Apostle Paul writes before uh, he is himself beheaded. He writes this letter to the young uh, disciple Timothy to encourage him in the troubles that are coming his way, the challenges that he is about to face and some of which he is facing at the time. He's got persecution from the outside and he's got dissension from the inside. 
And in the midst of all of this stress and all of this trouble and all of this uh, weight coming at him, Paul wants to help him to understand how to endure these hard times. I believe that the wisdom of Paul that is shared in this text will prove to be very beneficial and relevant to most of us as we walk through this world and life today. Uh, Because we are in what can undoubtedly be called hard times. These are some hard times. Hard times with our children, hard times with the school systems, hard times with our jobs, hard times with our money, hard times dealing with diseases and sicknesses and death, hard times in politics and with presidents, hard times seem to be all around us right about now. And we could all probably use some wisdom as to how to manage through these hard times. I want to talk on this morning from the subject matter, enduring hard times, enduring hard times. How does one make it through such difficult and challenging times? Well, if anyone would be uh, qualified to share with us how to endure hard times, the Apostle Paul would be one that I would say would be highly qualified. For in all of Paul's dealings and in all of Paul's challenges, and in fact, even in the place and time when he's writing this letter, he himself is dealing with hard times. He's in prison for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Go figure. But nonetheless, he's been through being shipwrecked. He's been through being beaten. He's been through being abused by the people who were on his side. He's been through a multitude of difficult times. So if anybody knows how to get us through hard times, if anybody has insight or wisdom about how to make it through hard times, I think Paul is probably a good example. So let's listen to the Apostle Paul this morning as we talk about and draw from his text, Enduring Hard Times. Paul begins this text by sharing with this young Timothy that one of the best ways and most powerful things that you need to understand, Timothy, is the way in which you endure, the the way you endure the hard times is first by the indwelling grace of God. In the text, he says in verse number one, you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Paul begins by letting Timothy know, Timothy, you're not going to make it through hard times in the strength that you have in your body. You're not going to make it through hard times based on uh, the size of your muscles or how much you can bench press. No, Timothy, you're going to only make it through hard times by trusting in the strong grace that comes from Jesus Christ. And he says, Timothy, if you're going to be strong through these difficult times, if you're going to be strong through the persecutions on the outside and the dissensions on the inside, if you're going to be strong, America, based on the pandemic and the financial uh, uh, falling apart of the country, if you're going to be strong in your family that's falling apart, if you're going to be strong when you've got no food on the table, if you're going to be strong when you've got no job and no money coming in, if you're going to be strong through that, if you're going to endure through that, Your strength is going to come through the grace of God. I love this because so often we think that the strength is going to somehow come because we're strong in our character or we've got a strong will and 
and, and we're just stubborn. And we're just going to push our way through because we're stubborn and we just refuse to give up. But no, that's not what is going to help you endure hard times. I, I like the way he says to Timothy, he says, Timothy, therefore, my son, very enduring term, very uh, intimate term, be strong in the grace, grace being the unmerited, unearnable favor of God. Timothy, be strong in what God provides for you that you did not earn. Lord, have mercy. Since Christ dwells in you, Timothy, since Christ dwells in you, my brother and my sister, guess what? If the grace is in Christ and Christ is in you, then the grace is in you. Watch this. But the grace is not you. The grace and the strength that you're going to gain comes from Christ. So the grace is in Christ, but Christ is in you. And he says, be strong in that grace. Timothy, don't rely on yourself. My brother, my sister, don't rely on yourself. Don't rely on what you did last time. No, rely on the grace of God because it is that grace that he provides that's going to bring you through this difficult time. That's why the old saints would say when they got to the point when they had endured until they could endure no more. It's why they learned how to call on the name of Jesus. Because they realized that my strength does not come from my physical body. They realized that their strength to endure did not come from what someone else provided. They realized that my strength to endure did not come from a government check. No, my strength is in the Lord. And if I'm going to make it through another day, I need to call on the name of the Lord who can help me make it through these hard times. I'm trying to talk to somebody this morning. I know we've gotten uh, uh, spiritually sophisticated and we don't want to call on Jesus' name anymore, but I need to let you know something. If you're going to endure these difficult times, you need to call upon the name of the one who has grace enough to give it to you to help you to make it through. Mm -mm -mm. He, this grace of God, this unearnable favor of God is the grace that comes when you don't have a job, but yet he still sustains you. This grace of God is the grace that comes, matter of fact, even that wakes you up in the morning. That's grace. You do not deserve to be woken up another day and, and to be given food on your table and clothes on your back. But the grace of God is there and able to keep on sustaining you. That grace of God that puts a little money in your pocket. That grace of God that allows you to have even some of your debt forgiven. That grace of God that comes along when you didn't even expect it. That perhaps while everybody else is losing a job, you're getting a raise. Look at God. In the midst of hard times, showing you how much he loves you, pouring out that grace. And it's that grace from God that is going to allow you to make it through hard times. It's that indwelling grace of God that is going to strengthen us and encourage us that we can go on. He says to Timothy, Timothy, not only be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, but he goes on to let Timothy know, he says, and, and the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to also teach others also. 
Timothy, remember the things that I've taught you in this gospel. Remember that what you've learned from me. Remember how you've watched and witnessed and even heard me talk about how I made it through, how I endured difficult times. So, Timothy, you can, you can learn from me, but watch this. But what I have to share with you is only by the grace of God. It's only by the grace of God, Timothy, that I'm writing you this letter. It's only by the grace of God, my brother and my sister, that this letter is available for us to hear and draw from. It's only by the grace of God that was poured out on Paul and then poured out towards Timothy and now being poured out towards you that you might hear that even though you go through tough times, even though you do deal with hard times, guess what? Grace is able to carry you through. Can we really talk this morning? Here's the reality. If I really got down to the nitty gritty of it, you've looked back on all the hard times you've been through in life. The way you made it through was because of the grace of God. It wasn't because you had done everything right. It wasn't because you were perfect. It wasn't because you did not sin. It wasn't because you had crossed every T and dotted every I. No, the reality of it is you made it through that tough situation. You made it through that last hard time by the amazing grace of God. As a matter of fact, many of us will look back over those times when we could barely pay the rent, when we can barely put food on the table, when we barely had clothes in the closet, when we barely could make it, and when things were tough and we were pressed down on every side, we can all look back on it and say, you know what? I know it wasn't me. It had to be God who brought me out. It was by that grace. It was by that indwelling grace that brought you through, that brought you out. We've got to realize and we've got to remember the things that we've learned. We've got to remember the things that were taught. And even as Paul says to Timothy, remember the things of the gospel that even has me in chains right now. Remember the things that the Lord has said in his word. And sometimes we got to remind ourselves of God's word while we're in the middle of tough times. we got to remind ourselves of the word of God. The word of God that lets us know that weeping might endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. I know you might be in your midnight hour. I know you might be dealing with the worst of the worst times. And nobody else can quite understand what you're going through. But every now and then you got to turn to the, remember the things that God has said, even in his word. The things that he has allowed us to know and realize that no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. The things that he's told us in his word, that he who began a good work in you is going to complete it till it's done we got to remind ourselves of the Word of God that we've got another building not made by hands. Even though I might be going through sickness in my body, my body might be falling apart. The doctor might be shaking his head saying, I've done all I can do. But you've got to remind yourself, you can make it through this tough time because I've got another building. Eternal in the heavens. We've got to remind ourselves of the things that we've been taught. And then not only that, watch that, watch this, and teach others. What we've learned. Pastor, how is that helpful? It's helpful because as you teach others what you've learned, it strengthens you for your own journey. Lord, have mercy. Even while you're telling somebody else, this is how you make it through. This is how you trust God. This is how the grace of God works. Guess what? As you're going through your own trial, as you're going through your own tribulation, as you're going through your own struggle, it encourages you. It reminds you of the grace of God. As a pastor, when I've got to get up and stand and say to the world and preach to a congregation and tell them, keep holding on, keep going on, keep going through, God's going to bring you through. Guess what? It helps me when trials come in my life, when troubles come in my life. It's a reminder to me that God can do some impossible things through his grace. 
How do you endure? We're going to endure by the indwelling grace of God. And he tells Timothy, Timothy, commit that to other people so that they could teach it also. And if others are teaching it, guess what? Then this understanding of how we make it through as a body of believers gets spread out to the whole body of, of believers. And everybody gets to learn and everybody gets to know that we all are going to make it through by the grace of God. Y'all still here with me? Secondly, he comes back and he says to Timothy, he says in verse 3, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier. No one ensnares himself or engages in the warfare and entangles himself in the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him. And he goes on. The second thing I want to say to you about how to endure hard times is not only that we're going to endure hard times by the indwelling grace, but we're going to endure hard times like the examples that are given in the text. The text says, first of all, endure hard times like an enlisted soldier. I think this is, this is pretty amazing the way he lays this out. He says, first of all, an enlisted soldier, y'all still here with me? An enlisted soldier realizes he's in a warfare. Whoo, I'm preaching way better than you saying amen. You waiting for the punchline, that was it. Here it is. No one engages in warfare, entangles himself in the affairs of this life. An enlisted soldier, he tells him, endure the hardships as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. A good soldier of Jesus Christ realizes he and she is in a warfare. We're not on a picnic through the tulips. No, we're in warfare. This is spiritual warfare. Nobody told you or they should not have told you this was going to be an easy journey. No, this is war. And if we're in war, we've got to equip our minds. We've got to equip our spirits. We've got to equip our attitudes for warfare. We've got to be focused on the warfare. If you're going into war, you need to stay focused. And he says, watch this, the good soldier of Jesus Christ stays focused. He realizes he goes into the warfare, and for that reason, watch this, he doesn't get drawn away and entangles into other stuff. Nobody's on the battlefield checking their email. Not worrying about what's on the email when you're trying to fight for your life. Nobody's on YouTube trying to watch YouTube videos and, and, and see what's the newest TikTok thing. Nobody's doing that in the middle of a war. That's not happening in the middle of war. Not when they're fighting for their life. And he says the good soldier of Jesus Christ does not entangle himself in the affairs of this life. Don't get all caught up in the stuff that's going on in this life when you're fighting a spiritual war. Watch this. The warfare that we're fighting is not a physical warfare. Our, the, Lord help me Jesus. Our, our, our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. And if we're in a spiritual war, let our minds and our hearts be focused on spiritual things. Don't get all wrapped up in the earthly things. Our victory is not in the earthly realm. Our victory is a spiritual victory. And the victory comes through Jesus Christ. Don't get distracted. Don't get entangled. Don't get wrapped up in these things of the world. Focus, 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 stay focused, and then you can please the one who enlisted you. That's the, that's, the, that's the objective of the spiritual soldier. The spiritual soldier is trying to please the one who enlisted him. 
God's not interested in what kind of car you drive. God's not interested in your bank account. God's not interested in whether you got three bedrooms, two bedrooms, or eight. God is interested in all your fighting in the warfare that I enlisted you in. Are you doing battle after I've given my life to get you in my side? Are you fighting for the kingdom of God? Are you focused on yourself? The good soldier. Watch this. We're going to endure hard times when we, when we are like the enlisted soldier. When we are, watch this, not only like the enlisted soldier, but he comes up. He's got three examples um, that he gives us here. And he says, first of all, like the enlisted soldier, but secondly, like the athlete. And he says uh, here in verse number five, he says, also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. So, if we're going to endure hard times, and the way we're going to endure hard times is we're going to endure hard times like these examples. We're going to endure hard times like the enlisted soldier, but we're going to, by being focused, we're going to endure hard times like this athlete. And the athlete, watch this, if he wants to be crowned, stay here with me, he's going to compete by the rules. Which means, first of all, the athlete is in the competition to win. Lord, help me, Jesus. So in other words, if we're going to endure hard times, we got to be in this thing to win it. And then secondly, it says he, when he competes, he competes by the rules. Stay here. And an athlete has to discipline himself to compete by the rules so he can win. Here's the problem in Christianity, especially when hard times come. When hard times come, we often abandon the discipline of the rules. Lord Jesus. In fact, we even make up excuses why I can cheat, why I can rob, why I can steal, why I can violate, why I don't have to abide by the rules of God because I'm going through hard times. Your hard times is not an excuse to violate the rules. If you're going to endure the hard times, you've got to compete according to the rules. You've got to discipline yourself that even though hard times come, you're not going to find yourself robbing nobody. Even when hard times come, you're not going to find yourself cheating on your taxes. When hard times come, you're not going to try to find a way around so you can get some more in your pocket. No, I'm going to do according to the rules because if I stay in the rules of God, Lord have mercy, if I operate in the discipline of the scripture, I'll be blessed by the grace of God. Oh, Jesus. And he'll pour out blessings upon me that I don't have room to receive. But if you get outside the discipline of God, then you're on your own. It's up to you to survive. But we can endure hard times like an athlete. Be disciplined. Endure hard times like a soldier. But thirdly, he says, endure the hard times like the farmer. Matter of fact, like the hard-working farmer. Now watch this. The hard-working farmer goes out. First of all, there's two types of farmers, and I'm going to say it this way. There's the hard-working farmer and there's the slack farmer. The hard-working farmer is, is working hard to plant his crops, get his field ready, put all his harvest out. Praise the Lord. 
You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.